What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever Dog How many of you guys remember this thread when it like first oh. did did you read it when it first happened? Did you read it at because uh, I didn't read it until after I, I saw it? I'm looking at it right now. I, I haven't even read it, but I'm looking at these <laughs> oh, pictures wow. like, damn, this is the same shit. <laughs> like, yeah, James, send it to me because I, I too want to okay. know. Uh, what's yeah. Oh, I I was on the train um, in New York going to work and like one of my cool black friends on Twitter was like tweeting about it. And I was like, let me just look at this thread. I was in it and she had photos. She had like, like... Also, you know what it was? It was before they extended the characters on Twitter. So it was such a good read. It was just like 15, I think, tweets. And it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a solid read. And also the plot was just right there. But I remember um, getting to work and like all the black people were in the corner like, this is what you get for hanging out with that white girl. Like, that's exactly, (laughs) that's what everybody was saying. You ain't know her name like that. (sighs) Boo boo, don't do this. I remember it was a big deal. (laughs) Just to be clear, it's 148 tweets. (laughs) It's a no way. Might, might fully be the runtime of the movie too. Yeah. It might be like 148 <laughs> I also minutes. Feel like it happened at a time before Twitter like allowed you to like link the tweets. You know what I mean? Like with, you know how like now you can post all the a, like a thread at once if you want to mm. like you can write Girl, it all that out happened last it. week that just started like a week ago <laughs> like this is new technology before you had to either anticipate how many you were going to do and give us like a one slash question mark or right. give us like a one out of 30 but yeah she was just going and going She's just it's kind of like the the rule that we have with scripts that's like a page a minute per page it's like a minute right. per tweet yeah. <laughs> truly <laughs> <laughs> truly I love it for the subculture of Twitter threads. I think Zola precipitated. Like, I think that right. from there we got hotels. We got host stories. Oh, yeah. I, I've right. learned so many host stories. I call them like flute out horror stories of girls just being <laughs> like, girl, bitch, I went over here and this happened and this happened. And, that. <laughs> and like, that, I only have attention span for things like that. Just whole ho mess. <laughs> I think this is, I think this is the first I think it's one of the first movies from a Twitter thread. And I think there's another one that came out like not right after this, but there was like a photo of like um, Lapita and Rihanna and somebody else. I want to say at fashion week and someone tweeted, it looks like they're about to rob a rich white dude. And like some, <laughs> some, some personal Twitter just literally replied to it and just made the plot right. of the movie and then added um, Ava DeVonay in it. And then and all of a sudden Ava DeVonay. 
Yeah, and it, no, 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 it's not. It's not out yet. Apparently, it's in development. They got oh. a name for it, but like Eva DuVernay was like, "Oh, oh that's bet. just another movie where they." It's just another Richard. thing from Twitter, <laughs> and like Ava was tweeting shit, and she was like, "All right, bet." And then all of a sudden, it was like a Deadline article came out, and I was like, "Yo, I hope this person gets money from all this right, shit." Like, what are Plots. we doing? We need to start tweeting. Yo, <laughs> what are we I, doing need to, here? I need to start going to just. I need to. <laughs> James is tweeting all the time. <laughs> Recklessly go somewhere. No, but I need to like walk somewhere that I'm not normally at, and then just like. Right pop some kind of drug and then just see what another thing <laughs> <laughs> Or you Experience gotta add the, the right people in your tweets, James. You just gotta yeah, add, like, man. you know. James, you gotta, you gotta add, try like, You gotta try that new drug, Zola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's wow. like Zoloft, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> first off, don't, first off, I, don't encourage him. Don't encourage what he just I did. I knows what I'm talking about. No, no, she doesn't <laughs> no, know. No, yeah, no, she doesn't. She doesn't, she does. she doesn't know. <laughs> Nah, but, but John, we, it's nope. on the streets, baby. Sometimes people baby. call it Z, but the real name is it's Look, Zola. You don't know that Zeddy Zed, that'll get yeah, you suited. <laughs> Why are you Come doing this? I feel like you're Gerard. in this joke with him. Gerard. Oh, Gerard. She is. Wait, together. I feel like, no, no. You, you know, know what you're doing. You know what, so am I. I got to take James that Zola. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm off the shits right Wait, now. Wait, Get yourself a prescription. No. Wait, so everybody, James, James. James. I gotta take that Z comma Z comma Zola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Oh man, yeah. I like all this joy in Jarrah's anger. Let's start the show. <laughs> you know Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Jarrah Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Y'all want to hear a story about why me and this bitch here fell out? <laughs> why is your voice so high pitched? I feel like you didn't I mean, even try. I feel like you kind of love. I didn't want to do the. See, because here's what I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to try to mimic the voice because I was like, this uh, could be problematic. I feel like that's what the real Zola sounded like, what you just did. Yeah, thank Oh, you. maybe. Maybe. You know what? Okay, okay. All right, I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, this voice talking to you right now that you think could possibly replace Morgan Freeman one day as the greatest voice ever is wow. Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> <laughs> They need to, hey, they need to just we, know who we are. So I'm can just we describing what my order? voice sounds like. Can we and, change uh, the order? I don't want to no, go after him No, anymore. just go ahead and describe no, what your voice I don't want to. I don't want to. this voice right. that is essentially well, a Morgan sake. Freeman impression. Okay, but you're not going to sound James like this. the third. Why y'all... I feel like y'all get more embarrassing James, when guests are on the podcast. And I, and I, like, this is, I don't like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, don't just shrug right. uh, and drink a beer, James. Don't just shrug. It, I, that's what I'm going to do. No, yeah, I have done my intro. No, I'm no, no. I'm no, drinking the no. beer. Stop. <laughs> it's my turn. All right. Go ahead. It's my turn. Okay. Now I got to fix my voices. I got me stressed out. Mm -hmm. All right. Stop, John. Don't look at me. I'm Don't look waiting. at me. Don't look at my box. I'm looking Don't look at, at my box. box. You're looking at my box, man. Don't look at my box. All right. We are just <clears throat> waiting. Patient. I know, but you did. Don't look at my box. Okay. <sighs> this. Stop, man. It's <laughs> taking way too much time. <laughs> stop, man. Stop looking at the box. Right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay. This, stop looking at the box. I feel you. 
After you look at the eyes. Okay. Um, this super cool, super, super calm, not stressed out, not anxious voice is that uh Dry Milligan. All right. Uh, anyway, we have a special guest today <laughs> joining us on <laughs> podcast. Sorry, this room is hot. <laughs> Um, I gotta do my drums. I gotta do my drums. You know, okay, she's a writer on Betty. We, okay, <laughs> go ahead. Do your drums. I was. It's gonna... special. It's special. Right. You can do it while I'm doing the drums. All right, you can do it over the drums. All right. Uh, uh, hilarious <laughs> comedian. You check her out on Twitter. Honestly, she has a great Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can do so more. Terrible. I can do more drums. I can do more drums. Oh my god! You got more. You got more credits. I got you. No, I just, just do it. No, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. This is the intro. Is trust me. This is a really good intro. This is the longest. <laughs> you know how many times I considered leaving the Zoom call during this intro? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I just, uh, just uh, red lead like, button is shouting leave? my name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I wanted to make sure it was a good drum, but the room is hot, so I'm sweating, so it kind of messed up my drums, but... Yeah. You got I'm so unimpressed by your posture right. right now. Everybody's at attention, ready to do this podcast. You leaning back on a pillow on a well, wall. Well, just like you a know. broke nigga. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sit up! <laughs> Have a sense of decorum, okay? We are in first, mixed company. First, oh first off, God. I don't have my chair. I am in, so everyone sees, everyone at home, you can't see this, no, but I'm yeah, in a well, baby's everyone. room. You in a nursery. I'm in a baby's room right <laughs> now. So I'm in a rocking chair, and this is the posture you get in a rocking you're giving, chair. You're giving Rumpelstiltskin. My laptop is on my lap, all right? I'm mm-hmm. getting it done right now. Mm-hmm. I am a... That's to getting, right. getting that, it done. Are we good? Guys, but I am a broke uh, nigga, so yeah, anybody want to sponsor Ger- me. Gerard is fully spanking himself at this point, <laughs> so we just need... Um, <laughs> we are a film review podcast, okay? We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Today, we're reviewing the two... Uh, 2021... God, I didn't know how to say the year for a What second. is happening, Bray? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I just realized I don't, I don't say the year that often. Uh, I think this is the first... Fi- Wait, no, we've reviewed other... This is the first film I saw in theaters. Uh, in a very oh, long it? time. Yeah, wow. it's Zola, baby. In, in, in a long time, obviously not ever. Obviously, no. I mean, obviously, Zola. <laughs> listen, based on that wonderful Twitter thread, what was that from? Twenty fifteen. Hmm. Twenty fifteen. I mean, wow, it's crazy. It's been a minute. Also, I'm very happy that the real life Zola King. Um, she gets EP credit on this movie. She was at all the premieres. And I was like, you know what? You deserve it. I did read the thread of um, uh, the white girl in it. She has a Reddit. It's not good. But um, mm-hmm. right, they reference it in the movie. Yeah, it's not um, good. This film stars Taylor Page, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Riley Keough. Is that how you say her last name? Keough, yeah. Keough. Uh, Keough. Great. And Nicholas Braun from uh, Succession. And Ariel Stachel, who I actually know I went to NYU with. Well, he was a freshman when I was a senior, who? but we were in the who, same. Him, so, so. He was the he was Zola's uh, boyfriend. Oh. And he was oh, in uh, yeah. he was in the musical, Broadway musical, The Band's Visit. I think he got uh, a Tony nomination for that. He's okay. A great actor. He, he has been since since college. Uh, so it was cool seeing him in this. And don't forget our boy. 
Of course, Coleman Domingo. Oh, respect. Guys. I mean, Yo, little... I love what that wonderful job. Yo, <laughs> <I'm> such <laughs> a bad Nigerian. He's actor. having a renaissance right now. <laughs> I don't, what was that? That <laughs> was me attempting, attempting to do some sub-Saharan something. Nothing came out. <laughs> I, I love when an actor's been around for a minute, and then next thing you know, they're in like seven movies back to back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like I have remember seeing him in some smaller stuff, and then all of a sudden. Once Bill Street dropped, I feel like I've seen him at least twice a year, every year in a movie. And I'm like, and they always yep. are like really good movies. So, hey, big up to him. Yeah. Um, I love me some Coleman. He's dope. Yeah. He's been around for a, a while and just just kind of playing small roles. Like, look, I just saw, he was male patient in Freedom Land. That's a Samuel Jackson movie with. Uh, okay. Well, he was Oscar nominated. So watch yourself. And, uh, <laughs> Watch yourself. In Freedom Land? <laughs> yeah, he got an Oscar for that small, small, small supporting, supporting, supporting oh, role. Man, let oh, me get one I of them. I didn't even know that. Let I me know get that one of them. Come Guys, on. Guys, you invited a liar onto your podcast. I would have won one by now if I had that. Guys. This movie, uh, the box office is, you know, it's whatever. It's $3.5 million so far because, I mean, you know, it's a smaller movie and also... I think people are still not seeing movies. The box office has been doing decent, but it's still like, it's not fully back though. Black Widow did. It's going to be available to rent, I think next, by the time our podcast comes out, I think it will be available to rent. It was going to be in theaters and then I think three to four weeks afterwards, they're like, they're going to put it on like, um, available to rent on streaming services. and shit. Okay, and the Rotten Tomatoes score is 87%. It's pretty good. Oh, that's exactly what I would have given it. (laughs) For me, I was like, like 8.5, 9. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Shall we talk about? Should we start with initial thoughts? I'm Maybe you wanna... Jason Mitchell in this okay. job. How he getting this job? <laughs> <laughs> you want to start us off? What'd okay. What you think, what'd you okay, think well, about Zola? All, How'd you feel? First about of all, it? I feel like I didn't offer to the box office at all. I did see it for free at a screening. I'm gonna shit on all you pores real quick. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Let me shit on y'all real quick. I thought she looked in my pores. box because she told me a poor ass nigga. I, I did. I like that directly, was in my box. Directly, yeah. directly at your box. <laughs> um, I am actually probably. Yeah, we should probably enumerate the fact that we're on Zoom. We're talking about Zoom boxes. We're not like talking about Jarrah's pussy. But anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving immediately on. So I saw Zola at a screening and I was so fortunate. It was a screening that was hosted by T.S. Madison, who's in the film and is fucking oh, hilarious. Wow. And mm. uh, Taylor Page was there. Riley Keough was there. Zola, oh, wow. Miss Zola herself was there. I didn't even what? know what I was walking into. I didn't know that they were going to be doing a whole panel. I was so fortunate to get to see it Oh, and of course, Janiska Bravo and Jeremy O'Harris were also there. So I had you went to the premiere. That's what you went to. No, it was like a ladies. It was before the premiere. It was uh, like a all ladies screening, right? That's so fine. they just like showed it and talked about it, and we just got dirty and nasty, and we had free makeup bags. You know, shit, bitches be doing. What? So <laughs> it was fun. Okay. I I just want to point out this movie for me as like a young black woman with aspirations of being a filmmaker. This film was pivotal. It was pivotal for me. Because it was one of the first times I've seen a black woman's story be treated with like such cinematic respect. The yes. grain, the, everything Janessa yeah. Bravo was doing with her direct, with her, what's the word? Directoring? Directing? I don't know English. I don't speak <laughs> All of those. Language. All of those words. Were, yeah, her, her directing. Beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So I feel like maybe if most people would give this movie like a seven or whatever, I would give it like a nine. It was just, I was the target audience. I could feel it mm. in my bones. 
my slutty bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say this. So I never saw it. I mean, I never read the thread uh, and I decided not to before I saw the movie. Um, and this story was wild, but this, uh, this movie was great. Like I loved the directing of it. I thought the choices, uh, uh, that she made were like incredible. It was like, it, 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 it both made the story, um, like the serious moments, like you felt the impact of it, but it like still allowed it to be kind of like fun and free for most of it. It was very colorful the way that they like did all of the like animated stuff with the um like the twitter stuff popping up on screen and that i loved all of that like i thought the acting was great everybody did a really good job it was it was a really funny crazy wild story um that like fit the container of what it was like perfectly so i don't know i mean like it, it's a it's pretty much what you would expect i think if you know anything about it going in and if you don't know anything about it going in i think you still have fun because it really it does a great job of like taking you on that journey you know what I mean? Like, even if you're not, even if you're not aware. So, yeah, I really like. Yeah, I mean, I second everything everybody just said. Um, I just saw it literally a couple hours ago and um, had a really great time in the theater. Thought it was really well made. It's very beautifully shot. Um, and I love how, like, I saw it with my wife and, um, you know, and it's a movie about a stripper. <laughs> and, and so, like normally and seeing something Page like looks amazing normally seeing something like that might make me uncomfortable to be sitting right next to my wife <laughs> but i thought it was so tastefully done that like you know I, I, you know i don't know like it both captured what was happening and then also was like hey but also you know just here's a beautiful woman and now we're moving on you know like it was like that right. like it really sort of felt like uh, it was done in a very tasteful uh, way. I really enjoyed um, just sort of going off of something that Bray just said, but like the the use of of sounds and how they would like mash up sort of things that were happening with different overlay different sounds and things. I thought that that stuff was really cool, and a lot of the the sequences were really were were really interestingly shot. So as we get into it, I'll, I'll talk about it more specifically. But I had a great time, and oh my god, I just have to come on Domingo. Come on, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Every time he switched, Karen, I love that, that so much. So All right, that's it. Y'all changed how I felt a little bit. I was kind of on the fence because. Uh, I'm not trying to get dragged as I say this. So I'm trying to think of how I do this. Um, basically, I liked it, but I expected like, I'm kind of the opposite. Uh, I, I kind of was like, I, I was expecting like a little more ratchetness. It felt so classy. Mm. And I was, anything is I, towards the end of it, I was like, oh, I do like that. This does feel like higher grade. But then, but then, but then it made me feel like if this was different, like if it was more like spring breakers, if it was more like how I felt reading the text was, would that be bad? Like, you know, it had that A24, like, washed out kind of look, grainy kind of look they do all the films that <laughs> gives it that, like, you know, we care about movies um, uh, <laughs> thing that they do. And it's cool, but it was like reading, I don't know, reading the text and, like, I imagined the voice and I've seen a couple of interviews with uh, Zola and it's like, she sounds and her energy feels a little different than um i think portrayed and that's okay actually that's okay i it's like i like the movie i just i don't know i i kind of just wonder what what the other version of it was 
you know, um, like <sighs> you wanted it raw. You like it, just, it, it, just, it felt, it yeah. felt. You know, what it was. I liked how it was directed. I felt like it was very classy. Like it's definitely very awardy. But it's something about like, yeah, it's like this feels like a different story. Like it, op- literally, that opening line of that Twitter is like, "Do you want to know how me and this bitch uh, fell off?" And it's like that line I always imagined being delivered, like straight to camera, a certain kind of way, with like in the middle of like the wild shit that, like, yeah. you know, when she's like, I think at one point in the Twitter thread, she's like, she's in the room. And like, she's like, I don't know what this chick is in there doing. Like, I imagine like it being a shot from that moment. And then we get to that moment instead of like that kind of. You you wanted the BET uncut version. Of this. Say, you want this to be made by Zeus TV. That's what you wanted. <laughs> the fuck? What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earnin' is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin' app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or... It's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. 
like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let me say this, let me say this. I think that movie did its best in the scene where the white girl character was knocked out in a closet. Okay, that was when the movie did its best and I felt like tonality and voice and I was like, this is what I came to see. This is what I came to see. And I think that the fatal flaw of Zola and Zola's story, unfortunately, is that it's about a white woman so this bitch has to be there. We have to look at her and we have to see her and we have to meet this Stephanie character and it's just, that's unfortunate. And I think that we tried, not we, they, took like Jeremy O'Harris's voice and what he brings to theater and this gloss that he can bring to it with Janiska Bravo's kind of elevated. Um, and I don't want to say elevated. I'm not trying to say that sex work and that world of ratchetry is below what we, what Janiska Bravo's bringing. I think it's the mishmash of those things are just, it's lacking for me. I wanted to give more Jocelyn's cabaret is what I wanted. And I didn't get that. I didn't get that. It's tough because the Twitter thread is all towed through Zola's voice, right? And so mm-hmm. we're like getting it. And so that's why I think some of those, when she's like doing the voiceover, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't know, sometimes it's even more fun than when we're just watching her because at the end of the day, like if you're, if you're like seeing it instead of reading it, Zola, the character is kind of observing most of the time she's not very like doing a lot yeah. of action mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so she's very passive so like taylor page kind of like created this character that was relate very relatable you know because i like felt more like her as the audience member of being like just kind of sitting back and being like these people are crazy you know and you're just like watching she's kind of just watching everything like and trying to like not get in the way certain times um but that but because of that we don't get to see her personality as much, which I think is maybe what you're referring to of like her character doesn't seem like who Zola might actually be in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows how she, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she felt so classy. I wanted her to be with the shits a little bit. Like I was like, you like you went down here, man. Like we go on the strip in, in Florida, you know, like I want to see with the shits. And it was like, it, it almost felt like she was, and I do think she is above the white girl, of course, but it was just like, I didn't understand like why they would be friends from how they kind of set up the dynamics mm-hmm. at the beginning. And it's like, well, you, you know, well, they do like, sort of right the away the story is or like, something like that. She is friends? like right away, like against the the white girl. Like, like we, right. the, they get, they get on the trip and then like, once, once I mean, I know starts, we'll talk yeah. about this when we get into it, but like 20 hours pass and she's literally looking at her like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> like yeah. almost imme- like almost immediately on the trip, it seems <laughs> like she already feels like she made a mistake. Right. Yeah. I'm holding on to actually yeah. my two biggest gripes about this movie. Like, I, I'm going to contradict myself, <laughs> but I love this film. But I remember leaving it and going, especially as a story writer, like this was the least satisfying movie I have ever seen in my life. Like the ending was abrupt. I didn't know what was going on. I had to watch like Zola speak right after Taylor Page spoke in conversation. And I'm like, how did y'all cast her 
to be her, you know? And that's it didn't I'm, feel right, it don't but feel I right. love Taylor Page so much and I want to see her thrive after seeing her in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom that I was like, girl, just do your thing. I don't same, care what same. you bring, Respect. just bring something. And I bet casting Zola Respect. was a very, very difficult thing to do. I, I imagine that was really hard. She's such a, yeah. a distinct personality and a distinct person. So I could see why it was difficult. Yeah, that's real. It's so funny because even before the casting came out, the, the person I'm about to say looks nothing like her, but the essence, <laughs> I feel like it's there. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to get like a Kiki Palmer for this. I was like, I just felt like you would need someone who could like be a little ratchet, but then have the dramatic chops a little bit. Like, I just know yeah, like, I see that, you know, you can roll up this, you can roll up this J. And all of a sudden, be like, uh, again, I did like Taylor Ma Rainey. And so, like, you know, I remember watching her, like, she had a BH1 show called, like, Hit the Floor or something mm. like that. So I've seen her for years. I know she's really good. It just, it just felt, you know, I don't know. Let's get into the story. Like, I don't, I like the movie. I just felt like I was expecting to watch something else. And I this think it's wasn't fair that. to say they're two different almost, types of black women. Like, it's, or skirting around it, but like, Zola is, a Florida girl, okay, through and through. And Taylor Page is giving me more mm-hmm. tish. She's giving me more, yeah. like, Braylock went, like, NYU. Like, she's giving me more of that, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> it's hard to uh, do that crossover. I went to NYU. <laughs> All right, well, we know. She just said it. I feel it. like yes, we know, NYU people do not let you forget that they went to NYU, girl. <laughs> no. <We> get it. <laughs> they don't. We, we paid way too much they money don't. for people to forget that. <laughs> we all paid money. <laughs> we paid Everybody that went to we school paid, paid money. We all paid money, bro. <laughs> 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 NYU money? <laughs> no, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get scared because I do know there's like a nuance to all black people. Like we always say like, you know, we're not a monolith. I think sometimes it's just hard to be like because you know i think we're in a world where we're finally getting to be able to make stuff so you want to just cheers everything whether or not like the casting makes sense or whether like you like it so it's very hard for me to to say i think someone else should be should have been zola because it's like yo it got made and this is like a woman off of twitter and it's like so it's it's very hard sometimes i think with this podcast especially like yeah especially black black women y'all are literally three just now black men can't jump black men can't say shit about black women either (laughs) (laughs) y'all not allowed to say nothing yeah you right i get get that but i finally what excites me too about entering hollywood during this time is i feel like we're at this inflection point where it's like we can finally start i can be like lena wait girl what is what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is going on? Y'all can't. We can't, though. Okay, but we can't. Yet. Uh, we can't We're do getting that yet. there, we though. We 100% did that when we reviewed your movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, but we also said that, that you know, Hillman Grad is a wonderful really company are. that, you know, does wonderful art. I don't know why you're saying this. Like, this, see, these things Lena aren't and true. And they, and they, it is that they do. <laughs> we just... Nah, I'm, I'm saying, you, you say, like, we critiqued her. We critiqued her. A, a movie that she did. We just That's said all. things... We can critique right. So Zola. I remember that. All right. <laughs> back, yeah. All right. Let's say back <laughs> where we <is> right now. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think, yeah. I mean, the way that this movie starts, you can kind of tell they're going for... An elevated, like, like, kind of like a, it is like a glossy vibe, right? Like, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the sound effects and the colors, and even though like Taylor Page is like saying the ratchet stuff, it feels like the movie is trying to make sure that sex workers aren't cast in a certain light, I guess you know. And so they were like, mm-hmm. we don't want her to to seem like I don't know a certain way. But 
who knows maybe that's problematic i don't know that's a good question um but yeah it's you know it just starts off with them in the in the hooters restaurant and that's how they they met she has another guy with her at the time who we never find out again in this twitter thread you don't know who that person is either uh like who was this man she was with Mm -hmm. and they just like each other because they both dance and they both has that ever (laughs) happened to anybody has that ever happened like you met somebody like you know maybe at a party for but sure Zola did a good job of the first scene like it feels like some type of meet cute between the girls I was almost like is this about to be a lesbian mm-hmm. drama yeah like, that's how what it felt we... like it's deliberate they're doing this friend <laughs> romance thing between Zola and I think the girl and the, her name in the thread was Stephanie mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that in the movie but Riley Keough's character I wonder they, they even I, say her name in the movie maybe they don't uh, what do they oh, no. Stephanie they Come on, Stephanie? That's just the do they girl? say Stephanie I don't remember them saying it, but they show her, you know, they show her name when it becomes her story. Mm, and that's right. in that sequence. That's I don't uh, remember. Uh, a lot of names gotcha. weren't said out loud, I think, intentionally. But right. Except for like, Zo- we heard Zola a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. But then they do. They do put her name on screen when it becomes her movie for that. I mean, we definitely hear her name, right? Her boyfriend has had had to have said her name. I know he said Zola's name when he was like, <laughs> Zola on the phone. <laughs> but I do think especially it's kind of a gendered thing where women I women I mean another woman I'm especially in the bathroom drunk and that's kind of a cliche but I'm like girl we're best friends we're sisters where are you going next week Cabo take me with you like I still think that that's a oh, okay. it's a very feminine thing to latch on <laughs> immediately <laughs> mm-hmm. oh that's real because I don't trust I don't trust none of these niggas like if I met Brain and, and he was close. like let's go to the next bar I'm like nah bruh like, yeah, like, we got to be family, bro. Like, Sometimes gotta... when I play basketball with people, I might go play basketball with those people again. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about them. But it, it's very contained. It's like, I'll do the exact thing that... Which, the thing about this was she was a customer. I don't know. It felt weird. It was funny. It was funny, it was it was funny how, it was how they were like... And then the guy was like, oh, whoa, what you flirting? Like, like can I get in? I don't know. And then she came behind the register and was like, they were like so close to each other's face. I'm like, what? What's happening? What's this movie? What's happening? (laughs) And then after this, all of the, when they were texting and how her boyfriend kept being like, what's that face? What's that? What's that face you're making? Yeah. Cause she would like, who are you texting? She, every oh, she time she texted with her, her face would light up. And like she didn't care about what was going on with, uh, with homeboy. Mm hmm. Right. Yo, if you dating somebody and they start smiling at a text message, it's a problem. I mean, it was a, a great, it was a That's great not, way to maybe the pizza coming. Why. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the pizza's on the way. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh no, it's my door. It's just, it's my, it's just they had to do this for it to like make sense why this woman would go on a road trip. Where were they in the? Where were they to start? Because they go to Florida. That I I could never figure out. Like I thought they were in a different thought, part of Florida. That's what it was deep, too. Like to a bigger oh, city. Well, then why would they be like I'm going to Florida? Detroit. I, I thought they were like, like they met each other in Detroit. What? Because it took oh. them twenty. It took them twenty so they hours. Drove from you know, it took them twenty oh. hours. Twenty I plus hours to drive trip. to Florida. This story just got wilder. Yeah. Oh wow. I thought yeah. they that's were like wild. in Georgia or something. I didn't know that they were in Detroit. There's so much more to this story than because this movie was tight. In order for it to take that long to drive to Florida, you know, we drove from Akron to Florida. It took the day. So, yeah, it's like you're going on a, a, a wow. full day's journey 
in a car with complete strangers to go dance. It, just, it was also like, I was like, do you make enough money? I, I, it was just all of that, but she just did it anyway. Also, I realized well, when you're in your 20s, you just well, do things. I had a friend. Just, yeah, we're stupid. Also, I had a friend named Strawberry, and she made a lot of money stripping. Like, she made, like, right. more money than I make now, like, down in Atlanta. So if they went to, like, Florida, one of those, right. like, touristy towns, And I think towns, she man, says something like that. Gerard, like, we don't know how much you thousand. make. You are in a child's cave right now. I don't know <laughs> what your income level is. It could be anywhere between 3 to $15. Listen. <laughs> Listen, but it's, it, I got enough for the rent. Why are you coming for me right now? I thought we was on the same team. I love it. I'm sorry. I'll Why are you coming I'll for stop, me in my I'll closet? Stop, stop. Let's go back to zone. Love. <laughs> I no, know. you're not. No, yeah, I see I'm the eyes. You're like, up. I'm going to get this five minutes. This nigga, like, he still ain't shit. Um, <laughs> this nigga still ain't shit. But I yeah, we... Oh, uh, man. So, yeah. <laughs> I loved how she was like, who's going? And she's like, just meet me, me at two or whatever. Like, be in the car. Yeah, it's my roommate. Who's your roommate? It's my roommate. Yeah. That and my boyfriend. I mean <laughs> It's my what? roommate and my boyfriend. I I love that dude from Succession because dude. like I feel like he plays Nicholas this Braun. part he plays in this movie is to me is the same character. It's the same character yeah, from Succession, sure. just if he went to like his poor cousin yeah, exactly. instead of oh, his cousin's house. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just it's, the same it's just the dude, same just poor, dude yeah. in the same mm-hmm. situation. Both our cousin just Greg. Broke. One's cousin Greg, one's yeah. cousin Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Greg with two. Yes. Um, and then Coleman, I think, was like I, so awesome. Like I, I was feeling ahead. so guilty yeah. that that Nicholas Braun was my favorite character in the whole film. Like <laughs> I was feeling really bad. I'm like, this is supposed to be about a black woman's story and how she has to deal with these microaggressions in this crazy white age. <laughs> but ultimately, I was like, oh, cousin Greg, okay, you funny, you funny. Yeah. That's hilarious because there was physical comedy. He was just coming with the jokes, and I yeah. think that those were the two best comedic performances in the show. I am impressed by Riley Keough though. She did, she did embody white bitch really well. But she does that. Wasn't she in mm-hmm. the girlfriend experience? Um, I feel like this is her. This is her. Her bread and she butter. Like uh, the girlfriend experience, they made it into a TV show. I think she was the lead season one. But I feel like she kind of huh, always she was in, in these, Mad like, Max um, Fury Road. Indeed, yeah, I think that was the first thing I saw her in. Yeah, and she was in American Honey. Mm-hmm. She's like, is she like Elvis's daughter or something like that? Oh. Damn, what? No, I think oh, she's the eldest grandchild of Elvis Presley. Yep. Uh, wow. Well, uh, that was a random. I do often wonder, pull. yeah, because white people will just pop up and they're famous, and I'm like, how? <laughs> and <then laughs> how did you get here? And you look at the family, you're like, oh, okay, okay, got that it. makes sense. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Oh, got it. But she your was... family owns Macy's. Okay, okay, you. That's why you're. That oh, that's why your mm-hmm. last name's Macy. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put oh, that together. Now put. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It makes sense. It makes sense. But you know what though? Like at least she's at least she I do think she's actually good in this. I agree with you. Like she does this part well. It's just that one of those things I, I keep wondering, like, do you guys feel that do you guys feel like you know Zola from this movie? You know what I mean? Like I feel like I know she was in a bad situation, but I don't think I know like well, I don't think I know I mean, her why, character no. that much. I don't think I don't think we're we're supposed I don't think to? we're supposed to like gotcha. know her, know her like that. Like yeah. it's just this is just like a story. It's like a, it's like yeah, it happened yeah, yeah. once. Uh, this has, <laughs> this isn't like the defining moment of her life, right? <laughs> it's just I, a crazy story that happened to her. We do know that like she, every time she said 
I'm not the one and I'm going home. I was like, wow, you have a lot of guts to be saying that right now. <laughs> like, like we def we know that she is, she's strong. Cause like that, there were so many times where like, I would like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I would have just been like, all right, cool. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I mean, eventually no. she did Who do, do that. Fuck? Like, I'll fuck that. Who do I have to fuck? No, James. No, James. I'll fuck everybody. <laughs> Protect yourself, James. Protect yourself. Uh, they're like, we're not even profile. there yet. <laughs> James, we're still in the car. No Relax. <laughs> Sit in the back. That I swear to you, I'm glad I didn't read this thread beforehand because when his voice changed, <laughs> that was such a surprise. I spiral. Like, bitch, like, what is the, that voice? <laughs> why is that the biggest intimidation tactic? Is just act foreign, and we're like, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this nigga trafficking. Be safe, oh. Lily. It turned up. It was like, oh, get him out of here. When they were at that pool. And like the white dude was like, oh, first that made off, me so mad. The white dude was like, hey man, you know she need help. You ain't about to come yeah, back with those security guards, was, bro. That was the softest. <laughs> I know. That was the softest check. Like, I know you can't fight him, but you ain't got no boys with you. You ain't got no no other little pool boy dudes. Y'all can't. Yeah, there's like, also no security. There had to be security with Bruh, they were security, dog. They were security. He knew what game was. He just ain't want no smoke. That's what that was. He just he wanted to make himself feel better that. After the after the man clearly is threatening this woman, the woman goes, oh, "We're okay." <laughs> Guys, that she knows moment you're in the not going to do nothing. <laughs> that oh moment in the film. First of all, Nicholas' character is the biggest simp, just like the definition of a simp. I was <laughs> he so really is. uncomfortable. Also, the chin strap beard. Oh my god! The polos, the striped polos, the, the greasy it. hair, just everything about it. He ugh, smells. I can I can tell he smells like Cheetos through the screen. Like, <laughs> the, I, I took the quote from the movie I don't even remember what it was now because I actually saw this about a month ago it's been about a month now but what did maybe you guys can help me fill this in what was what was the little catchphrase between the two of them like I'm yours oh. and you're mine oh. like, who does this <laughs> <laughs> yours who's this? and who's, who's this and now who's this, this? Oh. <laughs> It hurt. It hurt. It hurt when, oh, when, when Coleman gave me that joke. Coleman gave us oh. a little call back. The power wielding the power. I was like, no. Oh my god! And he was no. sitting right there. Whose is this? And he asked her like four times. And she, yo, ah. Uh. But he didn't get that. Was <laughs> he asked her four times? But there was no reciprocation. He, he didn't say. He didn't point to himself and say, "Whose is this?" Because that it wasn't a reciprocate. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a one way. With My each time is, he said it, it made me feel worse. Like I was just like, "Ugh, I hate, I hate this. Uh, I hate him." I. Oh my goodness! But I will say Taylor's rea- Taylor's reactions in this movie was great. Like in that scene, mm-hmm. and like I almost wish they would have broke the fourth wall because in that scene, she's like, her face is straight. She's on the wall and she's looking at them. And then she like looks off in the distance almost if she like wants to look in the camera. She's like, uh, y'all see what these niggas is doing? Like it's, a, it's like literally that yeah. moment. Oh my see, goodness. That, it was so and messy. that is a difference between the movie's representation of this and Zola, the Twitter threads represent because it in the Twitter thread, Zola was like laughing. Like <laughs> she's yeah. just like laughing at the guy, laugh, like, like she's not 
She's just like, this is funny that, you know, you are all crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. And the movie had her more kind of just like freak, like kind of like freaked out. Well, the the Twitter thread was like a black woman finally got to laugh at like these like kind of white, trashy white people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like that, that dichotomy rarely happens. I feel like, you know, usually like sometimes we are the ones getting laughed at, but at this point she has the upper hand. It's like, look how messy they are. Like, look yeah. at this. Like, she she really didn't even messy. help them become messy. They're like, they're, they're so messy. And I'm like, yeah. that's one of the things I'm like, I was loving um, about the Twitter thread for sure. Sorry. That, well, no, just that is an interesting thought. Like, that even if, even if um, Taylor can do this sort of approach to the character in those moments, but then in the in the breaks, when it's more the, the Twitter thread, like, leaning into the, like... Leaning into the fact that we all know that she got out of this okay because <laughs> she tweeted. Like, the, the reason we're here is you had this long-ass Twitter thread. So, like, they could have Deadpooled it or something. You know, like, where, like, mm-hmm. when she's talking to us, we know she's fine, you know? But then she has to do that switch <laughs> acting-wise, which I don't I don't know. Would have changed the tone of the movie, I think, right? But, like, but yeah. that, that is interesting. Uh, that I, I hadn't thought about it like that but that, i love that a good fourth wall break mm-hmm. yeah no, man, which she did do wall. they did do a couple times you know she did speak it was like a voiceover kind of situation um right the only direct to camera is the like before he jumps uh oh right yeah <laughs> yeah and they do like they really do like a she talks to camera. they they just cut over to her so that she can talk yeah. to camera for a bit and then we see him jump um, but like, yeah, had they done more stuff like that throughout, that would have been that. I, that is interesting to me. I think. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I, I will say I did like, I did like a good portion of this movie. I thought it looked really good. And then even when, um, <laughs> I thought they made the the stripper scenes kind of like classy, which I really liked. Um, like, uh, is it the, was it when they're in? the first clip? But yeah, when they get to the first clip in Florida, and the one stripper is praying send us niggas and like just doing her whole speech <laughs> about oh was my God, that prayer <laughs> send us niggas that prayer was incredible it that was... is T.S. Madison if I recall that's T.S. Yes. Madison oh really yeah. it is mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. oh I best yes. best line her her speech was the best speech of the whole movie like literally the the, the first line send us niggas and not just <laughs> niggas like we don't want them little di- I was like yeah this shit is why <laughs> when and she, it went on for so she, long is like, did you feel it? And she like is still a little bit. Her knees buckle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. This was there was also that weird detail that Zola was like, oh, I don't do strip clubs with just pasties. Like I'm a full new bitch. I was just like, what a weird thing to be mad at the club for. Well, no, I, I, let like, me show look, titties. If I'm taking off my, yeah, if hey. I'm taking off my clothes. You're seeing everything. Okay? My only understanding of this is the HBO show um, Carnival, and the the one time they were like, "Don't take off, no blowout." Is what they would call it. Um, it was the reason that she was like mad that they would ask them to do that is you would get more money if you di- if you did. So oh, that right, was the right, one right. thought that I had. Like, they're like, you got to cover true. up. She did, like, oh. Actually, I think she does say that. I think yeah. she has more money. Says that. Remember um, when the one skinny dude is in there and we kind of got that shot of him and then the shot of, is it before they go on stage? It's like both of them peeing 
But then, like, Zola's, like, hovered. Oh, what was that about? Like, what was that one of my That was amazing. One of my favorite, like, <laughs> character trait reveals in a movie I think I've ever seen. Like, ever yeah. in my life. You like, knew exactly you know, who they both were. That was <laughs> so perfect. It was so, so beautifully oh done. And the way her, her piss was, like, a highlighter, yet, like, big yellow. Like, the most <laughs> disgusting. Ugh. <laughs> I don't think she wiped. Oh, I think she just like got up and walked out. I was like, this shit is a mess. <laughs> this, this is a mess. Um, oh, no, yeah. but, but also, but you know what though? But you know what? This movie did give us some full frontal male nudity as well. You know? Oh God. Um, not just some, the most of mixed? any oh, movie. The most. And also, <laughs> oh, and not, not, not a, not nothing that people are delighted to see. I would say. <laughs> no, listen, man, listen. Not, ex- not exactly uh par for par, but. <laughs> no, I it was like they gave the one guy the double tap. They were like, oh, he's going to get the, the heart. <laughs> yes. yes. I wonder what did. that process is like. How do you audition to be the, like, yeah. I'm going to be the yeah. big dick nigga on Zola. You should just that. Like, what does that look like? Those IMDb page. Weird balls. I mean, honestly, nice. that's like, that's the thing. Also, it's funny because I'm like, I wonder if they audition or they do that thing um, where they put the, 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 the fake prosthetic on you. You got the option. No, no, no. This is not. Okay. This is not a Daniel Kaluuya film. This is not a Matthew McConaughey. Like this, this, this is their dicks. This is their raw, unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah, and I, what I actually sure feel true. for is I'm thinking about casting. Do you know how many dicks they had to look at to get to those 10, <laughs> 15 that we, we saw? It was hundreds. It was, I think it was C's, like just like the seven C's full of dicks. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. No. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. How do you get... See, at that point, you're not just casting the penis. You're casting the actor, too. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. does this guy fit what we need? Like, does the combo fit? You know what I mean? Like, to see... Like, <laughs> exactly. That scene was the- brutal for me. I And it, it was one of those scenes where it was like... I was like... Not, not to, like... <laughs> not to get into this territory, but I was really it, thinking... Girl. I was, like, really thinking about... I was like, okay... There's, it just, it felt, <laughs> I don't know. I can't even, I can't even put it into words. I just was like, it did like, this feels, it felt wrong to me what I was watching. It Are was. you coming and out I was right like, now? Well, how do you... <laughs> is what? this your coming out? <laughs> this is, my coming is this out. the time? Something felt so off. You had to question your identity, maybe? <laughs> no, but Bray, I think it was, it, you should have felt bad. Like this felt like, I, I guess I it's because she, we don't feel like she has agency, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. Was the, that's why, that was, that's what why it, it feels wrong. Like yeah, it's not yeah. like, again, it's, you know, it's not that sex work. It's wrong. It's that this w- woman who we believe, <laughs> at least at this point in the movie, is not there because she wants to be there. She's there right. because this guy has her in her pocket, in his pocket. And she like, you know, has to every. 20 every 15 to 20 minutes be with a new guy that feels right. wrong you know right um mm-hmm. i i, I mean, agree it feels like trafficking it, like i think right. that's the hardest part of the movie is like through all like the hijinks and stuff they go through it's like yo this this definitely feels like trafficking which is like one of the dirtiest feeling things but right but it's tough but because it's not, but it's see, not tra- those, those but guys it's not. are those guys are paying her they and don't that, even, and they're not even necessarily thinking about Speaking of paying her, this was the most (laughs) difficult thing for me in the film. Why? So, I mean, for those of you guys listening that have probably seen it or haven't seen it, Zola figures out how to get the two of them much more money by a lot more money by charging the men 
an exorbitant amount for pussy, which is probably still not enough. But five hundred instead of, the night, of one fifty. <laughs> exactly, and that's that's chump change. It's a huge it should difference. Be more. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at the end of the night, when Coleman Domingo's character Coleman Domingo's character comes to collect, they give him all of the money, and they're honest about it. Why? Well, she, why? The girl does. What's her the name? Girl does. She's the like, she's girl like, we it. made this much, and and he and she's uh, like, Zola was like, what are you doing? Like, why would you? Dummy, why would you dummy. tell him? And why would you give him all the money? It's so dumb. But and it's also she, in the app, right? Like, doesn't he have access? My, my she made, one a, she made a different one. She made a different page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zola. She finds out later. Phone. He finds out later. He does find okay. it out later. No, the then. white girl tells. The white girl's like, she oh, made me a new page. Her. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. And the thing is, right. that's even crazier is that like, this happens and then she goes, can I have some? And I felt so oh, bad. God. Well, oh, if anything like, that speaks to the like the relationship, like the nature of a relationship between a woman and a pimp is like they give them all the money and then the pimp yeah. gives them just as much as they need to make it through the day. Together. So I've heard the lack of doubt. First of all, they're honoring the thread and what happened in it. So I don't even know why I'm questioning plot as if somebody <laughs> yeah. wrote this. But like it, it was it, it does say something about what that, the, that relationship is like. What I love about this movie is that other than me saying, oh, it's unsatisfying. I don't know what happened. The, what, what was the goal? I expect some type of theme from films. It's forcing me to ask a lot of questions more so than it is like giving me things to take away. And yeah. um, I like that. I think any good film yeah. does that. I'm over here confused. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely makes you think about I don't think this movie says too much. Like, I don't think it's making any real points, but it's definitely bringing up situations that i don't think people think about unless you're a part of this world uh, you don't think about too often that you're kind of like oh yeah like this is you know that's that's interesting like even the um when she goes over to the dude's house who like want to do a gangbang and she's, oh Bray, you could tell that she that like she could tell that she like actually was like oh i don't know about that like i wasn't expecting that Mm-hmm. And then she winds up doing it, but there was oh, like a way that, that I was part. like, that feels oh. even worse. You know what I mean? Like, you know what this reminds the, me of? Oh. I'm, I wonder if you guys have seen it. Um, I, I feel like A24 is so obsessed with Florida movies. Like any movie that's set yeah, in a are. hot, steamy, sticky place, they're like, we're going there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> grab the multi-grain camera. I don't know. But but I mean, like if you Cut guys have all seen the dialogue. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Kellogg cut all the Kelloggs there's um there's the the that Sean Baker film The Florida Project which I feel like I a lot of it. scenes have you guys seen that movie William Defoe is really good in it yeah and so was Brooklyn Prince the little girl in it is she's so yeah, talented she's really good she's it's really frustrating good. I'm like why do you have talent bitch you're six stop <laughs> but um that movie I think there's a scene too where like the two parents in the the Florida Project they remind me of Zola and the white bitch and and oh. Zola. Like when they go out that night and they have fun for the first time and it mm-hmm. just it, the scenes seem very similar and kind of neon trimmed in this beautiful, eerie Florida way. Because um, Zola's a thriller. Like Zola's a comedy, but it's ultimately a thriller and it's full of all the suspense. And that's what I think is cool about this too. It feels genre breaking. Um, yeah. yeah. One, I mean, once one, it gets turned up, I mean, the moment, you know, we haven't said his name yet, but the moment, you know, uh, Jason Mitchell shows up, you kind of know things are about to get turned up. This was great. I love the scene with him in the liquor store. Like just the way that he like was like kind of scoping that dude out. <laughs> He's like, didn't I? Didn't I just see you? Did, <laughs> did I? Just, yeah, at the hotel, right? Like, like 
with the two bags like, and no. all the bags. Oh, yeah. Could oh, yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. tell it was him strolling up as they pulled off at the beginning of the, at the very beginning of the movie? I don't think I was. I looking. didn't clock it, but I, okay. I knew I knew that I, I saw him, him there then, and I was like, "This is terrible." Like I, <laughs> he because he doesn't show up for like two or three more scenes, but like right. he walks up as they're as they're pulling out like very slowly, and it was just like I in the back of my mind I was like worried about what he was gonna having not read the having not read the thread and knowing what's what's happening. I was just like, "Oh no, he's in the movie too early. <laughs> Something <laughs> something's gonna go wrong." <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he he was actually really good like that moment when um <laughs> i mean it's it's it, it it was terrifying i think the movie really turns up when they finally go to the hotel and the white girl gets taken in and she gets snatched so fast mm-hmm. and like they run in and then the I white dude's should. like this isn't you like this isn't like to jason mrs character yeah like this isn't you this, this isn't, isn't you your friends. Friends. Right. You don't know this dude. <laughs> like, you don't know this man. You don't know this man. Um, I mean, that scene was tense, but I thought I thought that scene was gonna break away from the actual story. And I was like, this feels like this could turn up a notch. Once Jason Mitchell's character said, You're not gonna shoot me, I was like, Well, you just your yeah. death sentence. Like You're about to get don't shot. you don't ever Tell somebody with a gun, you're not going to shoot me. Like, why would you dare someone to shoot you? It's just, <laughs> it's like a thing that you do in that people do in movies that there's in no movies. way that works in real life. <laughs> it's Take, like, oh, come on. You're going to shoot me? Come on, shoot me. <laughs> you just get shot. Yeah, because this was based on a true story, him saying that was like the scariest thing I had ever heard. This ain't yeah. a film. I mean, we're watching a film. Yeah, <laughs> but like now it's a film. we know a it's a film. Yeah. You don't I mean, know it's a film. <laughs> I mean, that whole scene was kind of scary. Like, I mean, just uh, just Jason's interaction with Zola was like very like Again, I don't remember. I don't remember that particular stuff from the thread. So I was like, "Oh man, I'm not, I don't, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't like how this is going to end." Like uh, Coleman Domingo's character, like there was no trust I had for this dude. So I thought he could have been like, "I really don't care about her because like I'm not here. Like I didn't even want her to come on this trip." So mm-hmm. like that part was like, "Woof!" And then even the fact, even the fact that like when that went down. The very next scene, like when they're at the the house, which is a very nice house on the water in Miami, um, Zola's like, "Yeah, it's time for me to go." <laughs> I was like, "She was ballsy the whole time." Like, "Yo, I'm I'm ready to get the fuck out of here." Uh, this was one di- directorial and writing thing that I thought was so well done for people who hadn't read the thread, which was like when my man comes up the stairs, he trips. And so then <laughs> yes. when he starts talking about like, I'm going to kill myself, the shot is so wide. You see on the table, there's like a jagged, <laughs> there's a, a jagged like centerpiece on the table. And, and it just feels like he's about to slip and, and break <laughs> his head on this, <laughs> on this thing. And it's like so uncomfortable. If you, if you have not read the thread, you don't know what's about to happen, but you right. know, he's talking about how he's about to kill himself and gonna die or whatever and it was just like so i was i was like 
digging my nails into my chair watching that scene, not knowing what was going to happen. It was so cool the way they did that. Yeah. And on, and it only works because he tripped up the stairs. Had they not have him trip up the stairs, I wouldn't have thought any of that. I thought that was really cool. Right. I think it, the jump when his character finally jumps is the only thing that actually deviates from the Twitter thread. I think I yeah. remember yeah. them saying that. Does Sorry. he shoot ahead, himself? Like, does he do it? Like he this? jumps, but he gets stuck. That's hilarious. I swear to God on Jesus, he jumped. Like, whatever it was that she says that breaks the fourth wall is one of the tweets. But then the next tweet after that is like, oh, he's stuck on the on the, on the the mm-hmm. edge, which I guess probably would have been really cartoony and weird. Yeah, they... in the movie, we see him splat. Like, yeah. Wait, do we see him? Did I create that memory? Did that no, 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 we don't do. see him. We don't we see, see him, him land, you but see we a, see you him. You see him on the ground. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next scene is, don't you bleed, you selfish yeah. mother. Don't you die. <laughs> yeah. Don't you die. Apparently he also, pun- like in the real thread, he like punched himself in the head a bunch of times. Oh my God. Imagine that kind of love, head over heels, head over dusty cracked heels love that <laughs> oh, you had for her. I mean, you you drove your you drove your partner around as she was like, Hoen. And I'm like, you know, you still was willing to kill yourself. That's Yeah, you're right. That's real love. Like, like that, That's I don't even love. know what that is. But That's before, strong pussy love. That's, before, <laughs> I don't know what she was putting on him. That's insane. I just want to talk to Hollywood. You know, I just want Hollywood to know that I'm very happy that you made this film. I just want you to know, okay, that yes, black people, we call each other kings and queens, but we got the ratchets as well. And the ratchets can be classy. The ratchets deserve <laughs> their day in the light. The ones that go to the strip club, the ones that's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I got paid today. But I want to buy this head and I want to go in the strip club and I want to fall in love with a stripper while T-Plane is playing. That's Those people exist, okay? And you know what? They deserve their time. I didn't see movies about like white hillbillies that want to go steal a tractor. That's a movie. They stole a tractor. You know what I mean? I've seen Wait, movies what? where it's like, oh, man. No, <laughs> I, I wish I was joking. What it's is like, this oh, man? man. <laughs> like, ah, what do we do? We got caught up at the barn today and all kind of craziness went down. And those hey, movies Hey, you leave exist. Cyclone alone, okay? Or Twister, whatever the hell it's called. You leave that movie alone. But it exists, <laughs> though. All I'm saying is we can be ratchet and it can... It, we just, I, I just want to get to a level where like we truly do have every part of the black diaspora where it's like, yeah, you have these real classy movies about like a doctor trying to save kids from Africa. And we also got movies about like strippers trying to rob some rich dude that feels that's a bunch of black people in the South that feels really high quality and fun and ratchet at the same time. Like, I don't think we have to like lose one for the other. Well, you'll be happy to know that Barry Jenkins is doing me my homegirls movie. We doing an OnlyFans movie and he going to treat it with the respect it deserves. And it's only going to be yes. black women. Just yes. signed on. This is the deadline release. This is the news. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be titties. What? It's going to be titties out. This is Don't the worry, deadline. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That is. You got Wait. the scoop. Wait, Here's so the tell me, you're telling me. I have never, I've been doing, we've been doing this podcast for like six years. Yeah. And every time I be begging Hollywood to do stuff, are you mm-hmm. telling me you have immediate answer? It's already doing, it's already doing it. So I you're mean. making a high quality ratchet movie? You know what? I don't know if you're this gullible or if. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that I'm, not real? Don't do this to I me. I lied this. to you. I'm wow. a liar. <laughs> you know what? Just so you know, okay, I would have bought tickets to that movie. All right. And now should I think I you need it? to make it. I think you should make it now. 
Okay. I actually think you need to make an OnlyFans right. movie right now. I think you should make an OnlyFans movie. And mm-hmm. when you do it, you can talk about all the racial stuff if you want, or it can just be it's fun It's called shit. Only Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Only Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Perfect. I'll get Joy. What's her name? She's the one who made this. She edited this movie. Joy McMillan? The oh, McMillian? The oh, girl yeah. who no. did Moonlight as well? The woman? Oh, yeah. She, um, I'll get her. Only thing I want to say to Hollywood is like, look at how they made this movie pretty much as accurate to the Twitter thread as they could possibly make it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. took mm-hmm. they took details. Except for the like, ending. There's a little except more. Except for the ending, you know, but mm-hmm. people, but pretty close. That ending's still pretty close. It's, it's different, good. but it's still pretty close, you know. Pretty good. And, you know, and it's just like, I feel like with a movie like this, it's like when when people go and try to make the next Red Tails movie, they can like really try to get like Yo, a movie. Yo, you like switch about, so often. Like a movie. every week is something different. No, it's been Red Tails. It's been my, I've been talking about anything. Red Tails at this point in the podcast. I think that they, <laughs> if they do, if they do accurate, if they do an accurate Red Tails movie, it might be better. Yes. Yeah. We, Have y'all yeah, seen that? Have y'all seen yeah. Red Tails? I haven't the yes, foggiest we, idea what you're talking about. No one does. <laughs> Just ignore it. Bray, Braylock, can you can you set us up for the for the end for the finale? I'll tell you about yeah. it off mic. Don't worry. Okay. About it. I'll tell you about it. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. Uh, it's time for the cause. <laughs> we rate review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether or not it helps the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we think a film fully helps the cause, we give it uh, black fist if we think it somewhat helped the cause we give it a white palm if we think it didn't help the cause at all we don't give it anything all right on the count of three we'll all raise up our our ratings for the movie Zola. are you doing one two three or three two one it's so irrelevant you'll know when i start doing it all right <laughs> are, are you gonna do uno dos tres i wasn't <laughs> okay. three <laughs> two <laughs> one Oh, oh no! <laughs> what? Yikes! Okay, got the palm. Yikes. Yikes. Yikes! Yikes! What? Three Yikes. black fists and a white palm. Yikes! Okay, I, well, I also think, that guys, there has to be a contingency. There has to be the space that's like I'm a black woman who I I can I I feel you, like I can criticize this with a little you can. bit more leniency. You're allowed. Go ahead. I feel like I feel like. The story that became, it's the same thing I said earlier. The story that became popular was the story about this black woman having to deal with this white woman. It did advance the black agenda in Hollywood, but mm. it wasn't doing that much. It, it feels like a stutter step to us getting to like be free. 
it's like, it, was the... a, it was a lateral move. <laughs> yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like we moved up with it, but I, I still love it. And it still affected me and my art, I feel like. Okay. Well, yeah. Mm, I'm regretting right. this white palm. Well, but here no, we no, that's great. I mean, look, it's still, got, it's still got three other black. It's still got three black. This, you know, I, mean, could... I mean, technically, I, I wanted to give it a palm, but I was scared. So... Um, See? I agree with everything you said, but I just can't. Like, I'm not. I'm not a place. I'm not at a place in my life where I can be fully honest. But you know, <laughs> it got made, and it's an A24 movie. And yeah, I like that. And I like you know yeah. the writer and and director and like Zola got to go to the fact that you were at a permit not at a screening and the real life Zola was there talking about this A twenty four produced movie. Yeah, with her name in that beautiful bubble font. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. so, I, so I liked it for that. I think Taylor was on the way to be doing whatever she wanted to do anyway. So I'm not sure it really helped her. But I do think it would help the director and writer of this movie a lot to do an A twenty four movie. Um, but yeah, I, I have the same critiques. I just I can't give it a pump. Because then people mm-hmm. gonna be cursing me out in my DMs, and that happens way too often. Well, that's wild. But but I'm excited. I'm excited for Jeremy O'Hara's doing more films. Janiska Brava, who actually revealed in the screening that she had to fight to get this movie. Like somebody else already had it. It was going uh-huh. to the wayside. You know how many years it took for us to see this film? Like this thread happened uh-huh. in 2015. The yeah. movie was done in 2019, but I think it took. Uh, it was really difficult for Janiska to get the get the movie and get the go ahead to start writing it. So, oh, you wow. know, props for that. Props for black women oh, angling yeah. and doing what needs to be done. Oh, wow. It's a good lesson for us, for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a black fist because, you know, Taylor, Taylor Page and uh, Coleman Domingo, I think they just, you know, they, I think they're going to get more work from this. Just kind of, so it's kind of basically just off that, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for Join us on the on the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Would you like to share your ah! socials? Your socials, um, your podcast, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. My podcast on Crooked Media. Every Wednesday we drop it. It's called Keep It. It is a, a cultural podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Girl, we be talking shit. If you want to come listen, come listen. Um, but with like a you know, kindness, with kindness and reason. Um, what else have I done? Watch the new season of Betty. It's on HBO. We worked really hard to write the last season and it's fun and beautiful. And also speaking of, I'm going to Miami to film Rap Shit, the new show I'm going to be on. So be looking for that in the next year. Yeah. Look hey. at that. Hey. Can, can, wait, can I ask, do you, do you get, do you rap? Are, is it, will you be rapping on Rap Shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play a character who, um... She yeah, she starts a rap group with her estranged friend when she moves back to Florida and they get it going. They get into some some antics. Hot they get fire. into some antics. They start to rapping. I love it. Okay. I love it. All right. Well, uh you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Blackman Podcast is our handle and blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you'll find links to we have merchandise uh via T public, you know t-shirts and things we also have a defunct patreon uh <laughs> where we don't do new episodes anymore but there's a year's <laughs> worth of episodes up there so hey if you want to listen to those you can and if you give us five stars on uh itunes we'll read your review on the air <clears throat> this one is by mr i got it must read <laughs> nice. watch nice love the show but the red tails episode upset me only because <laughs> i feel like Jarrah. I have only seen a piece of this movie and it was the first scene with the white woman shaking my head. 
I was done. Thank you. Since you watched this, and after hearing your comments, you must watch the Tuskegee Airmen for nine from nineteen ninety five, which People does everything you complain about this, this with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie when I was eight and have never forgotten it. Own it oh. till this day. Hopefully, you can watch this soon because the back to back comparison would be great. Just to show the difference, Rotten Tomato score is eighty eight percent. This uh, audience seventy nine percent. This movie shown. Uh, this movie should be shown in schools. I actually brought it one day, sh- showed one of my teachers, and they started using it as a teaching lesson. Okay, Mr. Oh, I wow. got it. Look at you. He Learned. clearly got it. Clearly got it. Educating the public uh, education system. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we will see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!